This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Monday matinees begin right here on the Mutual Audio Network. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance recommended. I understand there are delays in our tunnel project, President Way. If our plan is to be successful, the destruction of Jerusalem has to happen soon. I am aware of the need to move fast, Hosai. The delay is temporary. Our best engineers are working to correct the problem as we speak. I truly want to believe that what we are doing is for the best. As king, I have to protect the interests of my people. Going against America puts all of them at great risk. I'm just worried our plan will not work. I understand your concern. Perhaps you should let me handle all the worrisome aspects of our plan, and you can concentrate on preparing your military for the invasion of Israel. This is what your people have been wanting for a very long time. And you have never been any closer than you are now to realizing your desires. My desire is for my people to survive. I believe King Silas wants to eradicate my people and yours. He wants to wipe us off the face of the planet. I don't believe King Silas wants that. I believe he has been told to do it. Everything he has done has been told to him. Someone else is ordering him to act as he does. He pretends to be the chess master, but he is merely a pawn. That pawn fooled us, President Wei. He fooled us so well, I still find it hard to believe he betrayed us. How did we not see what he was up to? How is it we allow ourselves to be his servants? Yes, well, I tried to tell you this long time ago, but you refused to listen. However, I don't blame you for this. Asylus has the power of persuasion. We were fooled because he used mind tricks. I eventually caught on to his game. Part of his ability came from the poison filter machine. His scientists figured out how to use it to make people vulnerable to suggestions. We developed an antidote for it. That's how I was able to circumvent his persuasions. And you didn't think to give me the antidote to save me from his monstrous grasp. I thought we were allies. 
Well, by the time we refined the antidote, you were already under his spell. It wasn't anything personal. I tried to convince you, but you were in too deep with Asylus. I had to let you go. Well, now it's time we get back at that arrogant tyrant, Asylus. I'll get my troops ready for the invasion, and you get that tunnel finished. The sooner we blow Jerusalem into a billion pieces, the sooner we can get our revenge. New Kingdom Radio Theater. Sick of the dark and depressing news that floods our timelines and airwaves? Are you looking for entertaining news stories that will make you laugh? Maybe a few upbeat and inspiring news stories. We, we are, are the, the podcast, podcast for you. you. I'm Greg. And I'm Diana. And we are the hosts of the Podful of Sunshine podcast. Every week we bring you the funniest, craziest, off-the-wall news stories to come out of Florida. But Florida isn't the only place where crazy lives. We bring you the crazy news stories from all around the world. Join us every Monday as we review the crazy news stories of the week. We can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, basically any major podcast platform. Hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode. And tell a friend. China and the Middle Eastern Alliance worked closer together in an effort to overthrow King Asaris. Their plans included boring a tunnel under the ancient holy city of Jerusalem and destroying it from underground. But King Hussein had other plans going simultaneously that sent infiltrators into the new kingdom and create discord among the citizens using radical groups. He believed spreading negative sentiments against the authorities from within was a successful formula used before in America's history. However, King Hussein and President Wei simply did not trust each other. The two leaders often exchanged heated words about the details of their plans in facing their former ally. While they bickered over the timing of their plans, division and discord ran unabated in their respective countries with the Iranians and Saudi states wanting to break from the alliance altogether. Back in New Eden, another storm was rising up from within the Grand Castle. Queen Rebecca made her dissatisfaction with King Osiris very clear to her son, Prince Jacob. Anxious to settle the brewing drama 
Silas ordered a special convening of lords with Capone, Oreb, Vargas, and Shelley in New Eden. He wanted to discuss the war efforts in the Middle East and China, while also quelling the mounting tensions between himself and the Queen. Love, I called a special meeting here at the Grand Castle because Jacob called me in distress. I need to know what is going on with you. Do you mind telling me what's wrong? I don't know. Do you mind telling me what's going on between you and Lord Shelley? Going on? Like, what do you mean? God, I hate it when you act stupid. Are you cheating on me with that pig, Lord Shelley? Seriously? No, I'm not. Now, please calm down. Don't tell me to calm down. Ugh! Just go have your meeting. Leave me alone. My queen, my love. Don't. Don't, Asylas, please. Don't. Just go to your meeting and leave me alone, I said. Go be with your disgusting pig girlfriend. Sources in the Middle East have indicated something big is happening in an area between Amman and the West Bank. I reviewed the satellite images and our infrared scanner, Lord Oreb. It looks like heightened military training to me. Probably readying themselves for our full invasion. Or maybe they are planning an invasion, sir. I think their best move at this juncture is to attack us, probably by moving on Israel itself. That would be suicide for them. Perhaps. But to them, it would weaken us in the court of public opinion. Moving harshly on them would likely create a lot of discord among Americans, especially with you leaving Israel exposed and vulnerable. It would be a win for them, even if we subsequently annihilate them. For the Middle Eastern Alliance, there has always been deep hostility towards Israel, Your Majesty. And right now, they don't have many favorable moves. Making you react to their offense would definitely help them, especially in recruiting more soldiers for their resistance campaign. I happen to know some underground networks that are working with King Hussein's government. Something is very strange, sir. Sir, what Lord Shelley and Vargas are saying is quite plausible. However, the something big I was referring to isn't a military or black ops strike. I think there is something they are doing underground, like literally beneath everyone's feet. Outside of a few minor tremors, our seismic sensors haven't picked up anything unusual, Jeremy. My king and lords, if I may, I know this is a little out of my well of knowledge, but if the Middle Eastern Alliance is planning something underground, wouldn't it make sense to put military operations on top of it all to sort of disguise their true purpose? Perhaps Capone is onto something. Sir, our seismic sensors, how deep into the ground can they detect disturbances? Miles and miles down, Lord Shelley. Nobody has anything that can do... Holy mother of God! The Chinese escaped Antarctica with an untold amount of Drax technology. One of the Drax stealth diggers was not in their inventory when they drove them out. We assume the remaining Drax teleported themselves with it. I bet the Chinese managed to sneak away with that digger. I wouldn't put anything past them. 
They are incredibly crafty in the art of thievery. But this is happening in the Middle East. King Hussein wouldn't have that kind of technology. No, but I also wouldn't put it past the Chinese to get into bed with the Middle Eastern Alliance. They may hate each other, but they hate America much more now and want revenge. Sir, I was aware of an obscure Chinese gang in the criminal diamond trade that were searching for the black markets for abnormally large industrial diamonds. They were looking for specific sizes and types, but not nearly as valuable as other diamonds. This happened just days ago. I thought that was unusual, but didn't look into it because we have more pressing matters. Perhaps those diamonds have something to do with the stealth digger. Maybe. But what could they possibly be doing underground? Are they building some underground bunker deep in the earth? For what purpose? Maybe they're creating some underground city or something. Sir, everybody knows they don't stand a chance against us in a gunfight. They need to put together a strategy that we wouldn't expect or easily combat. To make a move underground would have to entail something that we wouldn't be able to guard against. They simply don't have a lot of time to start a massive project like an underground base or city network. But what exactly? If they are underground, we can't get to them, but they also can't get to us. Well, sir, if I may. Perhaps they do plan on getting to us. I mean, what is between Amman and the West Bank? A lot of small towns and desert. So no one would really notice something happening underground, right? I suppose not. I mean, if they are far enough underground, not even our sensors would likely detect them. The stealth diggers move like snakes in the grass. Very hard to detect. Maybe they aren't building something stationary. Maybe they are digging a tunnel. A tunnel? A tunnel to where? Isn't it obvious? The only place of any significance in that direction would be... Jerusalem. Jerusalem? They want to dig a tunnel under Jerusalem. Again, why? Oh my god, sir. I think Lord Capone's suspicions would mean they plan on destroying Jerusalem. Think about it. If they dig a tunnel into the holiest city in the world, they can destroy it from underneath. Jesus Christ. I don't want any more speculation. Find out if this is in fact what King Hussein and the Chinese are up to. Get me some facts to work with. And then we need to figure out how we can stop them. Oh. <sighs> I need some space now. Let's reconvene in a few hours. I need to rest my mind. Dismissed. Excuse me, Lord Shelley. Is your meeting finished? Do you have a minute? Yes, my queen. What is it? Let's speak in private. Step into this conference room down the hall. I'll get right to the point. Are you having an affair with my husband, the king? Excuse me, my queen? Don't act stupid, Lord Shelley. I know already, so please don't act surprised. You knew eventually I would find out, don't you? I don't know what to say, my lady. If you need to ask me if I'm sleeping with the king, the answer is no, I'm not. 
Hmm. There are certain things a woman just knows, and I know you are lying to me, Lord Shelley. We'll leave this matter here because I have no proof except the look in your eyes and the way you posture your body. So if you continue this unholy affair with the king, I will make it my mission in life to destroy you. Keep this in mind always. Your Majesty. After the king and his lords convened to work out a new strategy to find out what the Middle Eastern alliance in China were up to, Asilas decided to make Lord Capone his regent in the original states of America. Capone was to oversee the Americas while Asilas continued his war campaign against all countries still defying his authority mainly those in the Middle Eastern Alliance and China. With his lords and Gabriel at his side, Silas made the official announcement of Capone's authority on live television. Within days, Capone got very comfortable sitting on the throne and ordered large celebrations, inviting movie stars, social media celebrities and fashion models to the Grand Castle for royal parties no one had ever experienced before. 
The bodies turned rowdy, with Capone becoming belligerent, even insulting Christians for being so uptight and not wanting to have any fun. Capone began losing control of his liquor and passed out in front of guests, leaving Prince Jacob and others to drag him to his suite and dismissing everyone. When Capone awoke, he had an angry exchange with the prince regarding his behavior. Prince Jacob, what are you doing in my suite? What time is it? It's 2 p.m. How do you feel? Like someone ran my head against an oncoming train. What's happening? Excuse me, why are you in my suite again? Because I want an explanation. An explanation for what? For making a complete fool out of yourself last night in front of guests. The news this morning is reporting that there was a rowdy party at the Grand Castle last night, and rumors about you groping celebrity women? How long before the king calls and asks you for an explanation? So, practice on me now. What the hell were you thinking? I... I wasn't thinking, my prince. Things got a little out of hand. I, I, I will fix the news. I'll call the networks and kill the story. I've already done that. But there are sites all over the internet with videos and photos of you from the party trying to find out who took those videos and pictures and interrogate them. I think the story will die out in a couple of days. That was very stupid of you, Lord Capone. It was just a party. The first couple of parties went without a problem. This won't happen again, I promise. I sure hope so. Because this regent title can be rescinded at any time. All I have to do- Is what? Call your dad? Is that your answer to everything, Jacob? You know, Sooner or later, you're going to have to come out from under your father's ass and be your own man. Excuse me? How dare you speak to me that way? Someone has to. People have been pampering you since you were a kid. Like you were made of glass or something. If you are going to be our king, my king, someday, then you better get tough and be your own man. I have known your father for decades. I was in the army with him. I love and respect that man because he has earned it. I have seen him kill men with his bare hands, tough as nails, guts and integrity from here to the moon. And what about you? What have you earned? Okay. I have a brother who drinks himself into a stupor, and when he's very hungover, which is all the time, he acts and talks just like this. So... I'm going to ignore your belligerence and lack of respect for your prince. It would be wise for you to do that. Like I was saying, your father and I go way back. For all you know, this whole thing I am doing is to test you. And if you call him about it, you will fail that test. See? You have a lot to learn, young man. A lot to learn. Now leave me alone. I want to go back to sleep. Well, fine. But this conversation is far from over, Capone.
I must be dreaming. Where am I? The time has come, Jeremy. I stand before you with the third seal of the document of God. Your role in this life has come to its most important threshold. From here on, you will have a specific set of instructions that will help transform this world and begin the tribulations, as prophesied through the ages. I don't understand. The tribulations? You mean the end of the world? No, Jeremy. Not the end of the world, but the beginning of a new world. Before you, here and now, I break this third seal. I give you this black horse to sit atop. Jeremy, the world is about to plunge into war and chaos, and its balance must be maintained in your hands. But how will I maintain balance? Remember, if the enemies of the Conqueror cannot be reasoned with, then make them reason with their sense of hunger. A measure of wheat for a denarius, and three measures of barley for a denarius. And see to it you not hurt the oil for wine. Measure of wheat for a denarius, and three measures of barley for a denarius? See to it not to hurt the oil or wine? Find balance, and the first storms of the tribulations will be spawned by you, Jeremy. Trust the scale, and give what is fair to those that earned it. And take what is fair from those that have not. Listening to The Rise of King of Silas, episode 33, Fire Beneath Our Feet. 
starring J.V. Torres as King of Silas, John Doby as Lord Quentin Capone, Meg McDonald as Queen Rebecca, Shane Maester as Lord Anna Patricia Shelley, Mark Rios as King Hussein, Alexander Yang as President Wei, Stephen Fisher as Lord Jeremy Oreb, Dan Delgado as Lord Vargas, Dominic Notaro as Prince Jacob, Jordan Blom as the Alpha Omega, Amanda Haggist as Voice in the Wind, and narrated by Sergei Brezhnikov. This episode features the song If You Only Knew What You Were About To Do by The Filthy Famous. Download the music of The Filthy Famous on Bandcamp.com today. For more information about the cast, the music, or other contributors to this production, please visit us at www.theriseofkingofsilas.com for a full list on our Season 3 episode page. And now, a word from our podcast friends. Hey, what's going on, Carrington? Hey, 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 Kyle. Nothing. Uh, what, what's that? What do you listen to? Only listen to the greatest inning gaming podcast of all time. Real Dudes Podcast. Hold on, hold on. Real Dudes Podcast? Yeah, you heard me right. Real Dudes Podcast. The greatest place to find indie reviews, interviews with developers, composers, journalists, and so much more. What? What? Oh, hold on, hold on. Where can I listen to Real Dudes Podcast? They have a website at realdudespodcast.com or even your favorite podcasting apps such as iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Podbean, and much more. Okay. Well, now that I know about Real Dudes Podcast, I am canceling all of my plans. I'm skipping work, and I'm going to just go and listen to them. Dude, that's what I did. Real Dudes Podcast, the greatest indie gaming podcast of all time. This has been a production of the New Kingdom Radio Theater in Baltimore, Maryland. Copyright 2019. And stay tuned for episode 34. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen. 17, 18, 19, 20. There, that's how long 20 seconds are. The Center for Disease Control recommends you wash your hands for at least 20 seconds as often as possible. We don't think about it a lot, but more germs are transmitted by the hands than by any other source. So keep them clean. Soap and water for 20 seconds and you'll help prevent the spread of COVID-19. And maybe some other nasty stuff as well. This was a public service announcement from the Mutual Audio Network.